I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It's Wednesday and it's a beautiful day out there. The sun is shining. We had some rain last night. Uh, everything is just so green and beautiful. And uh, thank the Lord for this day. It's Wednesday, uh, April the 6th, and we are looking forward to a great service tonight here at Victory Baptist Church. But I guess before I get ahead of myself, I want to welcome you right now to our Winning Side broadcast, those that are listening on the radio, 95.9 FM. Thank you for joining us and those on uh, our radio app and those on our podcast. We welcome you today. And then those that are watching on Facebook or on YouTube, we welcome you and we're so thankful to have you with us. A happy birthday today to Scott Morris. Happy birthday to Isabella Roberts. Happy birthday to Earl Taylor. And then happy birthday to Kay Ray and also Michael Ray. I hope you folks have a great day. And uh, I think it was a couple years ago I, I checked with Michael and Kay. I said, now I'll make sure this isn't a misprint. It's got your birthday the same day, but uh, nope, same day. And so that makes it easy for Brother Michael to remember uh, birthday. Of course, you got the same birthday as your wife and you got the same anniversary. So that's a that's almost a cheat right there just to be able to have both those dates that you can remember. But a happy birthday to you folks, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Let's pray for our church. Uh, pray for the service tonight, 7 o'clock. Our prayer meeting, Bible study, Teens on Target, Master Club. It's going to be a wonderful time this evening. And then let's pray for our school. Our school has today a half day. As a matter of fact, they just got dismissed. And then they'll have a half a day tomorrow. They're doing the, uh, the, the testing uh, for all the grades. And uh, I hope it'll go well. Be in prayer for our students and our teachers. And let's every day, let's thank God for the privilege we have to have a Christian school and the privilege we have to have a radio station and the privilege we have to have church and to be able to worship and to serve the Lord. What a blessing. Let's pray today for our missionaries. Uh, be in prayer for uh, our country. Pray for one another. And uh, I hope that uh, we are a people that will pray for one another. And I hope we will encourage one another. You know, I thank the Lord for the avenue of, of technology. But you know, it's never been easier to encourage somebody. Uh, it used to be maybe you'd have to go by and actually knock on the door and speak to somebody in person. And I think that's still a good thing to do. Uh, or maybe you'd have to write a letter and put it in an envelope and put a stamp on it. And I think that's still a good thing to do. Uh, but now you think about with a telephone, you can just pick up the phone and call. Or you can send a text message or, or, or send a, a, a message through uh, a computer, a cell phone. Just what an opportunity. And I hope we will encourage people. Don't wait till there's a problem. I had to call so-and-so because I had to tell them what they did wrong. No, no, no. First of all, you, you probably shouldn't be doing that anyway. Uh, but there ought to be a whole lot of times that we just call somebody just to say, hey, I wanted to let you know I was thinking about you today. I was praying for you. I hope you're doing well. I want to thank you for being a blessing in my life. And uh, I hope that'll be our spirit. I believe that's a spirit that honors the Lord. Uh, Jesus, the Bible says, he came not to be ministered unto, but he came to minister 
He came to serve and to give his life a ransom. You say, well, pastor, I'm glad you're talking about this because I'm sitting by my phone. I'm waiting for somebody to call me and encourage me. Well, you might be waiting a long time. But if you pick up the phone and call and encourage somebody else, you don't have to wait at all. You can do it right now. And uh, I hope that'll help you today. Here's a great song. Uh, the song is, Oh, Glorious Love. And I'm thankful for the uh, glorious love of God that He would send His Son, Jesus, into this world. And I'm glad that we can have salvation and we can have forgiveness of sins. And it's all because of the glorious love of our great God. Hope you enjoy this song. And after the song, we will be in our Bible study in Psalm 23. That's a good song, and uh, a lot of these songs, it's amazing how songs will bring back memories, but uh, that song, the young lady that started that song, she was a girl my wife and I traveled with, um, with Golden State Baptist College when we were there, and uh, she was from Mexico, and uh, boy, had a beautiful voice, just a sweet girl. We traveled with her, and uh, but I thank the Lord for uh, that truth and that song, and I hope you never get over the love of God. And uh, you see, it, it's, 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 not even, it's not even fathomable that God would love us like we are. Uh, we're all sinners. We are all, we are all worthless. We have nothing to offer God except for filthy rags. Even our best 
Isaiah said, is like filthy rags. But yet God loved us, and I am so glad he did. And I hope you rejoice in that today. If you've been having a rough day, uh, I want to remind you that God loves you. And uh, he loves you no matter what. Even when people don't love you. Even when people don't treat you right. God loves you just like you are. You say, well, I'm going to I'm gonna change. I'm going to try to get better so God will love me. Oh, no, no. <laughs> There's nothing you have to do, nothing you can do uh, to make God love you more or love you less. He loves you with an unconditional love. And I'm thankful for that. I want you to look at Psalm 23. Here is a, uh, a passage, or here's a portion of this psalm that we've kind of jumped around a little bit, and we've kind of missed it, because I want to draw your attention to it today as we talk about the plan of God. It says in Psalm 23, verse number 2, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. We know that God leads us, and we talked about the path. But then I want you to notice in uh, verse number 3, He restoreth my soul. Can I tell you, only God can do that. Only God can restore your soul. Uh, maybe you're listening today, or maybe you're watching today, and uh, you're running on empty. Maybe your tank is on E, and you feel like you don't have enough to go on. Uh, only Jesus can refill. Only Jesus can restore. Only Jesus can recharge. Uh, your, your, your life, in my life, we sometimes think, well, I'll go on a trip, or I'll go to this game, or I'll go out and do this hunting, or I'll do this fishing. And sure, that might help you to relax a little bit. But can I tell you, only Jesus can satisfy your soul. Only Jesus can give you the restoration. Only Jesus can give you the restoring and, and the joy and the peace only Jesus can do that. But here David says that God maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Reminds me of that passage in Psalm 46 where it says to be still and know that I am God. You see, this goes against our nature. Many of us, we want to go places. Many of us want to do something. Have you ever had a situation that wasn't good and, and you say, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to do something about this. And I'm determined if I have to stay up all night or if I have to, you know, work on this, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Well, hang on. There are some things that only God could do. There's some things you and I can't fix. And this passage says that God would make or God would cause David to have to lie down. He'd have to be still. He'd have to learn to wait on God. By the way, notice where God would cause him to lie down, in green pastures. Can I tell you, isn't God so good to us? Even when we wait on God, God still supplies our needs and God still provides for us and he still gives us the best. The green pastures, that's the nourishment uh, for the sheep. That, that, that lamb is not going to go hungry. Uh, that lamb is going to be uh, provided for by God even when he has to lie down. I think about, of course, all my children I feel like are on the go, but I think about our Kylie. She's four years old, and my wife and I, we laugh so much that she always has to have a plan. Uh, she always wants to go somewhere. She always wants to do something. Um, when she was even younger, uh, it was so funny. She always wanted to, she'd say this, uh, go bye-bye, go bye-bye. You know why? She wanted to go somewhere. She wanted to go do something. We have, if you've ever been to our house, you know we got a fence around our house. 
Well, we call that fence the Kylie Joe fence because uh, Lacey and Savannah and Chloe, they would go play in the backyard and they'd stay in the backyard. They were fine. Kylie, she'd get in the backyard and as soon as she'd get in the backyard, she'd run as fast as she could and she'd actually turn around and kind of laugh and giggle and she thought it was funny that she was running away from us. And of course, we were so worried about with the road and we were worried about her getting too far when she was, I'm talking about like 18 months old or two years old and just super little and almost felt like we couldn't let her out of the house at all for anything. She always wanted to go somewhere. She always wanted to do something. She was always uh, on a mission. Uh, she used to love to go for rides in the car. I think she still enjoys it, but not like she used to. She'd always say, go for a ride, go for a ride. I want to go for a ride, Dad. Let's go somewhere. Uh, she loved going on walks, and we'd push her in that stroller, and she loved just being outside and going places. I remember she'd always ask questions, and I remember it was one time where, where she was always asking. She'd be pointing at the moon, and I'd say, yep, now that's the moon. And she said, go see it go see it. You know, she thought, hey, we go everywhere else. Let's go see the moon. You know, she had some pretty high ambitions, I guess, as a, a toddler, but she always wanted to go somewhere. She always wanted to do something. Now it's so funny. She's always got a plan. She's got to know uh, where we're going, uh, when we're going, what we're going to do there, when we're coming back, who's going to be there. It's the funniest thing. I mean, this girl is four years old and she's already, uh, she's a little uh, organizer, you know, a little planner, but here's the problem. In our lives, many times, that's the way we are. We want to get everything figured out. We want everything to understand everything, to know every detail, to know every, uh, every situation that's going to happen. And many times we don't know what's going to happen. Many times we don't have all the details. Many times we find that we've just got to wait on God. It says, He restoreth my soul. I was uh, last um, week, uh, let's see, what's today, Wednesday? It was last Wednesday. Uh, no, excuse me, it was, uh, it was a week ago Saturday. I was picking uh, Brother Willette up from the airport when he flew into town on that Saturday before friend day. And I got there and his flight was delayed a little bit. So I pulled into that gas station there by the airport. It's a, a Sheets gas station. And I felt like I'd been in the car. And so I got out and I was walking around a little bit and I'd gotten some gas in the car. I was walking around and they've got one of those, um, um, I guess you call it a tank, but for an electric car. And uh, I was talking to somebody recently about that and how long those take. If you run out of electricity with an electric car and it's a quick charge considering, but I think you still have to wait for 10 or 15 or 20 minutes at, at a station, at a, a pump or a unit, whatever they call it. Well, can I tell you, we get in a hurry with the Lord. Sometimes we want to get our tanks refilled and we want to get restored and we want to get on our way, but God's plans take time. Many times it's in a valley. Many times it's in a situation by still waters or many times it's in the green pastures and God requires that we be patient and that we wait on him. Can I tell you, you'll never be sorry when you're waiting on the Lord. Now, I know we get frustrated waiting uh, at a, a restaurant or waiting at a place of business or waiting for a repair or waiting for whatever, but can I tell you, don't get in a hurry when God is working on your life or when God is working on somebody else's life. It takes time. God's not in a hurry. Just pray about it. Just wait on God. Just trust Him. Uh, my dad used to say this. He'd say, Jeremy, when in doubt, don't. There's times I'd say, well, what about this? And he'd say, well, he said, just pray about it. Trust the Lord. And if you have doubt about it, then just wait. Just wait. The Lord will show you. He'll make it clear. I think about uh, years ago when I was getting ready to go to Bible college. And first of all, the Bible college I attended, Golden State Baptist College, it did not even start until 1996. 
I graduated in 97, so I went there the second year of the college and um, you know, the fall of 97. But so for me as a, a young man, there, the college that I would go to wasn't even in existence. And then I remember when I heard it was going to be, it was announced that Golden State Baptist College was going to start. And I loved Pastor Treber and I knew him and I'd been out there for a youth conference. And I, I was hoping that maybe the Lord would let me go there. And, but I remember praying about it. I remember for my mom, it was, it was difficult for my mom uh, to think about her, her son going from Illinois all the way to California. And, you know, I just prayed about it, just waited on the Lord, talked to my dad and all those things. And, you know, it's amazing how the Lord changed my mom's heart eventually. And she felt like, you know, that'd be the place for you to go. And if that's what God wants you to do, that's what I want you to do. Well, can I tell you this? You'll never go wrong when you wait on the Lord, when you wait in faith and you trust Him. I'm not talking about being lazy. I'm not talking about sitting around doing nothing. I'm talking about being busy, serving God, be faithful in church, be faithful to serve, be faithful to read your Bible, faithful to pray, faithful to serve God. But while you're serving, just wait on God's timing and trust Him. God has a plan. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed when you wait on God's plan and you wait on God's timing. Hope you have a great day. I hope that helps you today as we are going through Psalm 23. Looking forward to a great service tonight. God bless you. Have a great afternoon. And thanks for joining us today. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.